Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Sports Church. And let's go ahead and let's go to the pod. And what we're going to do is we're going to play our new amp, our new theme song for sure. Uh, before we get started, let's go. Yeah, let's go to another pod. Yeah, go to that pod there and let's go back to our American flags because today's the last day with American flag that you can actually download American flag by Tom McDonald. And if you download today, you could be number one in the country. If you want to help Tom McDonald and Adam Calhoun, uh, these are two patriots who made their song American flag, the new national anthem for the hip hop community. Number one in hip hop. And absolutely they will be taking on Al Dean, uh, small town. So we, we got the top two slots in America right now country and hip hop. And for me, I like to get hype. I like you to get this coffee break going on your way home. I want you to start dancing a little bit. All you patriots out there. The tune is very simple. This is a critique of America. And basically what you're going to hear is that hype part about knowing that American flag, when you pull up, all you're going to see is American flags. And when I pull up, we're in a small town. All you're going to see is American flags. You remember how they used to have those flags going down? I think it was Drake. You remember that? Oh, my God. Whatever happened to those? What happened to patriotism and hustle? I know. You remember that? Yeah. I, I remember that. It was that. up until, like, 2012, I think. And all of a sudden, got, and all of a sudden they went down. Yeah. They we, need to bring back, we need to yeah. bring that back. But we're going to bring it back right here with my guy, Tom McDonald and Adam Calhoun, the number one hip-hop song in America, 5.1 million views, views on YouTube in six days. And you can download the song, I think for a dollar on iTunes, on Apple, and or on Amazon, which I'm going to do, and help boost them up to be number one because it's just these two guys. They 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 don't belong to a record label. That's what people need to understand. They don't belong to a record label. If you got a record label, you got a multi billion dollar entity that's boosting you and promoting you and marketing you. These two guys are two guys in their basement, and the videographer, which is his his wife. And they put this thing together. They're standing on top of an Abrams tank. If any of you who are riding down the street, just imagine two guys on this record holding a flag on top of an American tank. Roll them. My people of this country and we're under attack. They banned us, they cancel us for speaking the flag. If you man enough, come stand with us, take USA back. And every time we pull up, all you're going to see is American flag. Can't stand them, gang full of randoms, fan with a handgun, run up a 
no mansion, leave it all abandoned. I was raised to be brave to the grave. United States, we love the country that they've been corrupting. Go woke and go broker if you ain't awake. My people love this country and we're under attack. They banning us, they cancel us for speaking the facts. If you man enough, come stand with us, take USA back. And every time we pull up, all you're gonna see is American flag. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Tom McDonald and Adam Calhoun. Turn this part off of me. We under attack. They banning us, canceling us for speaking the facts. If you mad with us, come stand with us. Because every time we pull up, all you're going to see is the American flag. That's 100. That's keeping it. No cap. American flag. Yes, sir. There you go. And if you want to see something special, man, two white guys getting it in, man, non-melanated guys speaking facts about America. We're getting canceled. Come stand with us. All they got is one prop, an American flag. In the background, red, white, blue, red, white, blue. Oh, I love it. You can see that on video on YouTube, man. It's a very patriotic song. Gets you hype for your happy hour on the way home. This is a song that your kids can listen to, your teenagers can listen to. They'll be inspired by it, I promise you, because I'm looking at the video. I'm still getting – I get chills up and down my spine when I play this song, just like the Star Spangled Banner. It's an appropriate song just for now. And and people are getting nervous. President Obama's getting nervous. Obama's getting nervous, and he actually had a sit-down with uh, Joe Biden. And he had a sit-down with Joe Biden because he's warning Joe Biden to be careful about Donald Trump because Donald Trump has a great fan base and he could win next time. I happen to think this is a trap. I think that the Republicans need to understand that all the Democrats want to do is run against Donald Trump. That's all they want to do. Yeah, they just need a candidate. They yeah, they just need a candidate. They just going to run against Donald Trump. And they want anybody to run against Donald Trump. They want the, the Republicans to have one candidate, and his name is Donald Trump. And they feel like we can beat him. Kamala can beat him. Joe can beat him. But they can't beat any other Republican candidate. They know that. They can't be any other Republican candidate, but they know they can beat Donald Trump. How do they know that? Because they've already done it. You run the same play again. It's like football. If you're doing this as a political play and you're all not used to it, I call it like I see it. I'm the referee of the situation. I'm not taking any sides. I'm just saying, if I'm the Democrats, I'm going to lie, steal, cheat, come out with stories saying, oh, you better be scared of Donald Trump because they really want Donald Trump on the ballot. Because they beat Donald Trump already. You all could be emotional about, you know, about President Trump all you want. Yeah, you and your feelings. Those are your feelings. I'm not dealing with feelings. All I know is Joe Biden is the president. 
All I know is Joe Biden stole Space Command from Huntsville. He lied. He cheated. And I'm so sick of talking about that situation. I got to talk about it. But this would not have happened if Donald Trump had won. That's how you know how deep this is. So you got to be careful when you hear people like Obama warning, warning, warning. And going to the White House and warning Joe Biden that he could lose to Trump. Roll him. This kind of ties in. Let's put this up on the screen from The Washington Post. Apparently, former President Obama was recently here in D.C. meeting with current President Biden and warning him that Trump has a lot more political strength than uh, Democrats may think. Here are the specifics from that article. They said former President Obama at a private lunch with President Biden earlier this summer voiced concern about Donald Trump's political strengths, including an intensely loyal following a Trump-friendly conservative media ecosystem, and a polarized country, underlining his worry that Trump could be a more formidable candidate than many Democrats realize. They go on to say that during their lunch, Obama made it clear, Sagar, that mm-hmm. his concerns weren't about Biden's political ability. Right, of course, course Of course, Biden's great. It's nothing to do with him. But rather a recognition of Trump's iron grip on the Republican Party, according to the people. It's funny, too, because in this article, they go gr- to great lengths to report out and NBC News confirmed mm-hmm. and whatever that Obama says he's going to do everything he can for yes. Joe Biden. Is that news? Like, I mean, I just assumed that that would be the case. But I guess, I-, I guess after the fact that, you know, in 2016, Obama actively pushed Biden out of that primary and, you right. know, tried to anoint Hillary. We all know how that turned out. And then in 2020, Obama sat on his hands until it was clear that he wasn't going to be able to get Pete or someone else. Um, And there's a bunch of reporting, too, about how even when they were together in the White House, Obama and his brainiac side of the team basically had contempt for Joe Biden. So I guess there was some question about how hard Obama would go for Joe in this election. But anyway, you can put your fears to rest. Barack Obama will be fully engaged in this campaign. Good. Yeah, good for him. I'm sure it'll work out. It always does, right? Uh, Look, the thing is, too, about Obama, you and I also know how these stories go. This was such a well-planned, like, execution by their teams. They're like, well, we'll have the lunch, and then afterwards we'll call friendly reporters of the Washington Post and we'll read out, you know, like a press release effectively, (laughs) and then they can bill it as a scoop around what exists. It's not a scoop whenever somebody literally dictates to you on the phone. It's also ridiculous because there are only two people presumably inside the room. So obviously one of them leaked it, and it's not like it was made um, in – what is it? It's not exactly done in such a way that is uh, supposed to be like anonymous. Anyway, so you look at this and what becomes clear. Obama is trying to telegraph two things. I'm going to help Biden, so you can't blame me for not, but also he is trying to telegraph his you know, political genius, his above it all almost approach where he still believes, I think rightfully, that he's a better politician than Joe Biden. And he kind of wants to put it across. He's like, I'm not the one underestimating Trump. I'm pushing Biden mm. to do everything he can. I want to dispel with any narrative that you know this thing isn't uh, as in a tight race. And it's interesting, too, that it actually came on the heels of the New York Times poll, which showed them completely neck and neck. And, you know, Obama's political analysis, too, is not wrong. But it's also just funny coming from the guy who, in many ways, is the most responsible for Donald Trump's presidency. If he did a better job as president, then Trump would never be president. It's right. simple. You know, and it's like. So here's the the narrative of Obama. And Obama is in this conversation because Obama wants to be in the conversation. Obama believes that he's the scion of America right now. He is the king. He's not an elected official, but he's acting like the monarchy because by many Democrats, he is worshipped as a god, a god, a god. 
that can do no wrong. I don't know where his chef went, though. How his chef got up under eight feet of water and they could say, what happened to his chef in his backyard? Why are we talking about this and not talking about his dead chef? How did his chef just die, 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 drowned in his backyard? That just happened. And we're talking about this other stuff, but Obama needs to be talking about his dead chef. And and was it, and who was it, and why was the other guy who was with him at the time paddleboarding? Where is that person or girl? I don't know. Obama is not something who is to be overlooked. President Obama, who happens to have a permanent face tat, a little bit lighter than mine, but mine came from a descendant of slavery. His came from an African. I don't know nothing about that. I'm in America. I'm from America. 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 Cottonfields. The reality is Obama's not an African-American. He's an African-American. That's what he is, an African-American. I'm not. I am a descendant of American slavery. I'm from Alabama, baby. Born and bred a Southerner whose parents and foreparents fought in wars. Unlike his, who just came here to get a degree. And his mama happens to be a blonde, blue-eyed, nice-looking white lady. That's Obama. But Obama has really and truly been a pain in America's side because he's popping up. Where was he doing Black Lives Matter? Well, I, you know, it's so interesting. Why was he ever a voice of calm, a voice of reason, a father to the country? And it's so weird that Obama now is warning Biden. If I'm Joe Biden, I'm looking at Obama like, bro, what you want? I'm the president. I'm the Donnie Don. Look here, Burhead. I mean, Obama. Look here, Negro. I mean, Obama. Look, look here, plastic black man. I mean, Obama. Look here, almost black. I mean, Obama. I mean, Joe Biden is old school. He's 80. He remember when he called black folks colored. I feel like he'd accidentally slip up and do it. Oh, you know he does it. You know he would. Slip up. He's That's what they call it. Behind closed doors. He's he's dropping in words. Look at that colored boy. Remember the time he's called he called Obama. He says, Oh, he's so clean. I was like, really? Biden said, Oh, look at Obama. He's so clean. What you mean he was so clean? I'm still trying to, I mean, I need to pull up that song so fresh and so clean. Matter of fact, you need to go get so fresh and so clean because Obama was cold that he was so clean. Cold word, he's clean to be a black guy because Biden's a straight up racist. That's what he is. But why is Obama coming to hit that man's house? That's that man's house. And we come back. We will we, we'll come back and we'll break this segment up because I need to let you all know. That Obama coming to Biden's house, telling him, "Hey, uh, Obama, uh, Biden, you about to lose? Don't uh, I think Trump gonna beat you?" That's a joke. I'm, if I'm if I'm Biden, I'm looking at Obama like, "Who invited you in the crib anyway? Did you go through the back door? Did you go through? Did you go through the back door? I mean, you got to sit in the back, Obama." I mean, Joe Biden is that old. Joe Biden is 83 years old. He remember when y'all was colored sitting in the back of the bus. He's looking at Obama like, hey, man, who let you in the front door? I mean, this is real. He actually came to Biden. Maybe it was Obama who brought the cocaine. I don't know. Could have been. It could have been know. Obama. You never know. Obama could have left a, a little bag of coke because he does. He did say he smoked weed. And ain't that far of a jump from weed to coke. It's a gateway drug, they say. I don't know. I never had any. But it could be a gateway drug. 
Obama is so clean. So when we come back, I'm going to open that segment up with So Fresh and So Clean by Outkast. Just because Obama showed up at Biden's house, what was he doing? Oh, oh yeah, you you about to lose to Trump. If you, I mean, what's that all about? Were they just hanging out before it, or did you show up to say that? Right, you just it's showed kinda up. It's kind of weird. Show, right, yeah. you just, oh, so you the bearer of bad news now? I mean, what is it? I guess he is, I mean. He should have said, a- man, I call him today, but hey, but hey, 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 Obama, hey, what happened to your uh, cook? Why is your cook underneath the water drowned dead in your yard? That's what, if I'm Biden, I'm doing. Right now, today, since you're going to come to my house, the White House, and tell me I'm about to lose. I'm Christian Horn. This is Sports Church, and we'll be right back for the last segment. And we will be right back with Christian Horn, Sports Church Radio. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. If you sacrifice your dream for the sake of satisfying someone else, that can often lead to ongoing resentment, which then poisons a relationship subtly, slowly, but it does. And if he doesn't want to let you down, then your dreams matter. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm a comedian. In my 20s, I wasn't, like, in a company. And I don't know, like, how marketing, sales. Yeah, you're a brand. You're a company. Yeah. and Like Jay-Z says, I'm a businessman. Yeah. Yeah. To that. Remind me not to quote any hip-hop lyrics again. That was just a big miss. <laughs> when you first said it, I'm like, yeah, he's a businessman. Yeah, I nailed it at the end. I pulled it together. It just took me a minute. The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm a comedian. In my 20s, I wasn't, like, in a company. And I don't know, like, how marketing, sales. Yeah, you're a brand. You're a company. Yeah. And like Jay-Z says, I'm a businessman. Yeah. Yeah. To that. Remind me not to quote any hip-hop lyrics again. That was just a big miss. <laughs> when you first said it, I'm like, yeah, he's a businessman. Yeah, I nailed it at the end. I pulled it together. It just took me a minute. The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. 